What's up, y'all? This is Chitty Bang, and I'm on the Renegade Millionaire Show, the podcast that profiles entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs. Join us as we go one-on-one inside the hearts and minds of some of our generation's best and brightest. And now, introducing your host, my friend, Sun Group Wealth Partners Managing Director, CNBC and Forbes.com contributor, Winnie Sun. How are you? Thank you for tuning in. It is your host, Winnie Sun, welcoming you to the Renegade Millionaire Show, broadcasting from Venice Beach here at TuneIn Studios. I'm a financial advisor and managing partner of Sun Group Wealth Partners in hot, hot Southern California. For a visual, take a moment to follow me on Twitter, where I'll update you with my latest latest posts on Forbes.com, CNBC appearances as your market commentator, and all that good stuff. So please bookmark this show, and if you have any questions pertaining to your own wealth, all you have to do is reach out, and I'd love to talk with you. So smart women, plan early, plan early, plan early. And if you have kids, even more so. A lot of times people will ask me as a financial advisor, as a mom, uh, when did I start planning for my six-year-old's education? And truth be told, I actually started his 529 about two years prior to him being born. And many of my friends know that his Stanford education is now done. So it doesn't take a lot of work, but it does take a little bit of planning. So if you have any questions on any of that, all you need to do is reach out. So many of you know that I'm a mom of three boys, all six and younger. And a common question, especially with my work schedule, is how do you juggle? Honestly, there are days when it does get a little hairy. But, you know, when you become a mom, you inherently grow superpowers, like the power to survive with very little sleep, food, and water, all the basics. But I wish I knew my guest a lot sooner. Trust me, we just had a talk, and I really wish I had met her five years ago because she is the modern-day superwoman. And by the way, one very hot mom, um, and actually she's, I guess she's been called the hot mom wingman, but I don't know. I think she's just hot, period. Um, and believe me, you, you really need to Google her at this very moment because she has friends like you wouldn't believe, but I am glad that she and I are now friends. Um, she has friends, including the likes of Charlie Sheen, Jenny McCartney, um, Gwen Stefani, and the list goes, Pierce Brosman, hello, so many others, the list goes on and on. But really, I can see why they love her. And I got to tell you, I've just spent the last half an hour with her, and I tell you what I love about her is that she's a little geeky. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> so welcome, <laughs> Jessica, to the show. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to have you. You just set the bar really high for the rest of us mommies. Oh, well, that was definitely not the intent. When I started Hot Moms Club, it was more about helping moms feel good about themselves and feel less intimidated. So maybe you could tell us, like for those of us who don't know what Hot Moms Club is, what is this? Okay, that's that's a question I get asked all the time. Um, when we say hot, we mean confident. We mean empowered. So it doesn't matter what age you are, what shape or size. Every mom is a hot mom. 
There's one inside. We just help break her loose. That's all. We help find the hot mom inside of you. And, you know, Hot Moms Club, it's all about empowering and inspiring women. Our whole tagline is you're not the best mom unless you're the best you. And 10 years ago. I love that. Yeah. So I was a young mom 10 years ago, way back when. And, um, you know, I was in Los Angeles and this is before Facebook and YouTube and all of that. You know, I think I probably had a flip phone, you know, so it was, it was way back then. It was ancient. So, you know, the, the way you found friends was just you met them, you called them and you, you coordinated a play date. Well, let me inter- interrupt you just there because those of you who don't know, Jessica has over 2 million followers on Facebook. Okay. Go ahead. (laughs) I know. So thankfully, Facebook's around today. So what I did in the beginning, you know, I'd moved out. I'm from New Jersey. So I'm, you know, I'm a Jersey Italian. There's no shame in my game. Like, I'll I'll do anything. I'll geek out, you know. So I didn't have any mom friends. So what I would do is I would go to the park and I'd find moms that look kind of cool. And they had kids, you know, around my son's age. And I'd tell them, hey, I have this great moms group. It's amazing. We do this. We do that. All the things I wanted to do. I didn't have a moms group. But after you go to about 10 women, you do. So and then they'd say, oh, hey, can I bring my friend? I'd be like, sure. I still remember the first time we all got together um, at my house. Everyone's like, so how do you know Jessica? I'm like, okay. You know, time, <laughs> it was like, you know, trying to digress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, we're all friends still to this day and everyone kind of laughs about it. Now I hustled them. So basically I hustled my friends. <laughs> and then as, you know, as time went on, we kind of nicknamed ourselves um, the Hot Moms Club. It was just a joke, and it was something that just made us feel good. But all of, all of your friends were hot, right? You know, they actually were. You know, we had, like, you know, Brooke Burns, who, you know, she was in Maxim and on Baywatch. And, oh, goodness. You know, one of my girlfriends, Carrie, she was in Playboy. I mean, literally, they really were hot moms. I was the ugly one in the group, if that oh, tells you anything about this group. So I still remember we called the fire station the one time, and um, I said, hey, you know, I'd love to take my mom's group, you know, to bring the kids in. They were like, all right, sure, I find you can't do this, you can't do that, but come at, you know, this time. So I'm like, okay, great, thank you. And <laughs> hang up. We come walking, you know, the next day or whatever it was, we come walking in and there's, you know, Brooke with her long, beautiful blonde hair and, you know, <laughs> Carrie with her boobs hanging out and we're all walking up with the kids and these firemen are like, <gasps> like falling over themselves to like help and they're, you can slide down the pole, do you want to ride in the truck? You know, like they were everything, you know, that they said was off limits was all of a sudden on limits and it was really funny. So it was, it was just a cute day. The kids had a blast. That's amazing. So so you made up the name Hot Moms Club. Yeah, it was just it was a joke. And what I realized is, you know, it just it made us feel good. But what I realized is, when any any time I'd ask somebody, "Hey, do you want to be part of our Hot Moms Club?" They'd go, "Yes." And I'd say, "Well, do you want to know what it is or what we do?" They're like, "Nope, doesn't matter. Hot Moms Club, I want in." And or, or, or they would say that was their one reaction. Or they'd go, "You think I'm hot? Thank you. Okay, yes." Yeah, they they made them feel so good. So I started realizing there might That's be so something brilliant. here. Because this was before, you know, now there's, you know, just a plethora of mom sites. And there wasn't anything then. You know, mm-hmm. The only thing they had was Club Mom, which is now Cafe Mom. Um, so there, and that was, you know, a little, it just wasn't my style. I was a little more, at least I'd like to think I was a little more hip and trendy and cool, which you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, is not really the case. Um, but I'd like to think so. So we were actually the first mom site to speak to moms as women, not just as parents. And, um, so we put up the, the site, and I remember somebody asked me, do you, do you get the domain name? And I literally said, what's that? I didn't even know what a domain name was. We didn't even know what we didn't know. And probably if I knew today how much work it was going to be, I would never have done it. But we were just like, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to have T-shirts. We'll have this. Cl-. You know, yay. I started <laughs> with parties. my best friend. I didn't start it with a money guy or a tech geek, which I should have. I started with my best friend. <laughs> so now I'm a little wiser. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, that made it authentic, too. Right, so and, right. and by hook or by crook, we, you know, just became it just was the right thing at the right time. We happened to be situated in Hollywood and 
my first husband was an actor and my my partner, my uh, my friend, her husband is an actor, and she also worked at Entertainment Tonight and Access Hollywood as the stylist. So she had access to a lot of celebrities. So between the two of us, we knew uh, various celebrities, and it was the celebrity baby boom had just started. Angelina Jolie had just adopted, you know, her child. You know, Sarah Jessica Parker was pregnant. I mean, every like the big celebrities were it starting was hip to, have, to ba- have babies. It was because so long. This is something interesting we talked about in Hollywood when. When women were mothers, they would hide that they because right. they felt like they weren't going to get the roles as the sexy bombshell anymore because they were a mom. They were going to be seen differently. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like about a year after Hot Moms Club, it started shifting to now you're endeared when you had a child. Now it was right. like the cover of People magazine was, you know, Jennifer Garner with her baby. And this, you know, it was like everyone was starting like Britney Spears had, you know, was pregnant. Like all these. It made you, it made it you cool. human and lovable. Yeah. Right? Motherhood was all of a sudden becoming trendy. And it was a really cool thing. So it was wow. the right thing at the right time. You know, if we were the Practical Moms Club, we wouldn't be in business today. The name is, you know, definitely sexy and and cool, and it definitely raised a lot of controversy, actually. I, I Did wouldn't it? think, yeah. Oh, yeah, when we went, you know, we were invited to the Today Show and Tyra Banks and all of the all of that, all the different shows, and, you know, people be like, oh, you know, because we got hate mail, women saying, you know, we have to do so much, and now you expect us to be oh. hot, too. Mm-hmm. And, and my whole thing was, well, well no, this isn't... It, it, listen, it takes just as much time to put on a pair of like cute jeans as it does to put on sweats in the morning. Take five minutes, you know, pull your hair together, put it in a cute little, you know, ponytail or braid. And you, know, you feel up. so much better when you treat yourself with respect. You're teaching kids, your kids how to, you know, self-respect. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, mom's the nucleus of the family. So when mom is like together, everything else flows better. When mom is disheveled, that's when I feel like that's the morning. The mornings where I'm like a little out of sync. That's it never fails. That's the morning my son will spill like the syrup on his shirt or he drops everything out of his bag. He's picking up on your energy. So when you've got it together, things run smoother. So it's actually easier. It is. I agree. And I think that like as a parent, we owe it to our children to look really, I mean, to, to not just look, but to actually be very happy and to be confident. And what other way than to get yourself all cleaned up and organized and to be around really other successful women, that's actually the best gift we can give our children. Exactly. Right. You know you know how it is. Those days when you're feeling really good, like, you know, you feel like you're looking good. Yeah, you charge yeah. into place, your head's held high. Yeah. On the days when you feel like all disheveled, you're like looking down low, you're not saying hello to people. You know, it's just a different vibe you're, you're giving off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, it also are one of our big things that we always talk about is carving out time for yourself and making that a priority. And you're doing it for your children because when you come back, you're refreshed, you're recharged, you're a better mother than when you're frazzled. It's kind of like absolutely when you're like so stressed out, it's like that balloon that's just ready to pop. You know, it's the difference between when the child spills the cranberry juice on the the white rug where you're like, ah, how could you do that? And you're like, okay, don't worry about it. We're going to get it cleaned up because you're you're in a better, right. a better place. So. You're focused and you're in a good place. So, I mean, there are a lot of mommy bloggers out there and who create these little small nucleuses and clubs and communities. But how are you able to to build this sort of empire? Meaning that, I mean, not only was it an idea and a hobby, but it became at some point a business. Oh, yeah. No, it became a business actually pretty quickly, you know, um, because – we had these T-shirts, and they said Hot Moms Club on it, or My Mom's a Hot Mom, or My Mom's Hotter Than Your Mom. Like, all cute, you know, <laughs> really kitschy cute. little stuff for little kids. And um, we were the first ones to kind of have those kind of sayings on the shirts. 
And we, because we had celebrity access, we were able to get it to celebrities. I mean, Britney Spears wore our T-shirt in Us Weekly, and we did, you know, phenomenal business. Um, we had celebrities like Kelly Preston wearing our shirt. Um, we have, you know, photos of you know Celine Dion wearing our shirt. She's like, yeah love being a hot mom like she thought it was the coolest thing because at that time it was cool to be a mom you know it was just becoming cool to be a mom so all these celebrities were embracing it and so the thought of being called a hot mom was appealing to them so it definitely appealed to the celebrities so we were really lucky and so a lot of celebrities were loving wearing our stuff I mean Paris Hilton wore my mom's hotter than your mom this was back when she was you know kind of really relevant and so this is a dream come true because every you know I talk to so many business owners almost every week and they come to me and say Winnie you know I've got this great business we're doing good um or doing a whole bunch of sales, but I'm missing that element of sizzle. But you have that sizzle, which is the sizzle is typically the celebrity power, yeah. right? But your business actually started with celebrity power. Yeah, we were all sizzle, but we are very little stake. And that was our problem because the sizzle I could do all day long. That was easy for me. I mm-hmm. worked for Pierce Brosnan for seven and a half years. So I knew all the assistants and they're the gatekeepers. That's how I was able to get the shirt to Britney Spears. I knew Jen, her assistant at the time. So, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, I love it. You know, she gave, she, she handed it right to Britney. So, it helps when you have those contacts. So that part we had, we had we had the stuff you couldn't buy. What we needed was a really good, you know, business manager, someone who knew because I didn't know anything about business. I was a teacher, and um, you know, I was in that celebrity world. So that part was the easy part for me, which I know is the hard part for so right, many for people. So many people. So mm-hmm. what we started doing is we started parlaying that is all these brands we were working with. Now it's it's at the time no one was doing this. So what happened was. One of my um, my friends was a talent manager, and she was like, hey, listen, would you want to throw a party for – because we I knew this uh, – it was a celebrity mom, um, Natasha Henstridge, and she was she wanted to do this party and whatnot, and I, I had known her. I wasn't close friends with her, but I but I knew her. She's like, what do you say? Why don't we make it a hot mom event? We could do a hot mom martini. You know, make it this cool event. I have another client that's opening this club. Why don't we put it together? So we – we did the event, and the event was really successful, and the different magazines picked it up. And then from that, another person in her office was like, well, wait a minute. So-and-so's having a baby shower. Would you guys want to do this? Do you have any mom sponsors? And, of course, we were working with these different mom brands. So what we started doing is pairing the brand with the celebrity, put it together, and then, then we started getting all this, you know, the our press contact. genius. So mm-hmm. this is before, now everybody's doing it, and it's to the point where – you know, it's so played out. Like, no one wants to see the celebrity get all this free stuff anymore. You know, at the beginning, mm-hmm. it was really cute and sweet. And now everyone's just, they kind of see through it. But mm-hmm. at the time, it was really innocent. We were throwing this, the, the celebrity got the free event. And, and always we did a charity. So if Pampers came in and they sponsored the event, they had to donate, say, $5,000 or $10,000 to, you know, of, of diapers to wow. the needy. We always made sure that the, that, you know, somebody benefited besides a celebrity, like a, a, char- a good charity. That's incredible. So you were basically creating these influencer um groups before influencer then the term even started yeah so wow that's that's incredible so how so where are you we today? were accidental like you know accidental ceo like we were accidental business people and i, I look back now and i'm like oh you know what i'd be completely retired with a private jet on an island on my own island right now had i had the right business i had someone like you you know back <laughs> then to be able to you know like i said be create more of the stake we had a lot of the right elements and we had the right timing, you know, which is crucial. Yes, you know, we, the we're, timing we're, was perfect. timing was spot on. And your database was, your, your your Rolodex, I should say, was perfect. And what was nice is at the time, this was before Twitter, where people had access to celebrities directly. This was, most celebrities didn't even have their own website at this time. So what we were doing is we were interviewing celebrity moms on our website and posting those interviews. And they were actually, they got a lot of clicks and that was very popular, but most people couldn't, they couldn't access celebrities like they can today. Mm-hmm. So that was actually um, very popular. Yeah. And, we were we were bringing the celebrities to them. Now the celebrities, you know, everyone can. That access. was so visionary of you. 
Well, we didn't meet. It was like completely accidental. <laughs> you know, we was just kind of working with what we had. But accidental yeah, it, we were accidental. And we were doing, you know, we were doing really well. We were, you know, we, we were fortunate we didn't have to ever take any funding because we did um, a very big six-figure deal with Suave at the time. So that became our angel round, and which wow. we didn't know. I didn't even know what angel funding was or anything like that. Like, we didn't know we didn't know. Like I said, this time around now, I know, you know, a lot yeah, better. Yeah, speaking of which, so where where is Hot Moms today? Does it Did it kind of fizzle out? Because I know you're on to another venture. You know, no, it's still very much alive and kicking. We have a really robust um, Facebook page. We have the website. Um, and then we're, we're working on a few different things. Um, we've always got something in the works. We're always, um, you know, we're working on a few TV projects for the, for the web. And um, we've had, you know, our share of, I was telling you, different television shows, little hit misses here and there. We well, sold the rights. A to, few secret you know, projects. We had the movie rights, you know, at one point. But, That's incredible. You know, with the TV industry, it's always... <laughs> You throw a lot of stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, yep. and that's what I'm curious about because, you know, you built this huge empire in Hollywood where all the celebrities are, but now you're in Orange County. So what took you? But I'm up in L.A. Um, half the week. And, you know, the things with Hot Moms Club, we've kind of, I'm like, for me, I, you know, when everybody zigs, you have to zag. So when everybody started jumping into the mom space, it made me like, okay, what can we do that's different? For a while there, we had our own magazine. We had, you know, um Mom magazine. You had your own radio show. We you had our own radio show, show on XM. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done. I've had a book deal. Harper Collins. We did. You know, they did uh, several of my books, and um, so I'm like, okay, what else is? You know, it's like, okay, been there, done that. Check, check, check. Clothing, you know, check. So now, what, You're so what, young. what's next? You've done everything. <laughs> You've done next? more than what most startup companies in Silicon Valley have done in this short amount of time. If I was without your... any funding, I might add. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm I wish in I had the funding. Project. I wish I had the money. You know, we didn't. We did it with no funding. So that's you know, and you know, interestingly enough, I think it was I don't know if it was Time or a magazine like that, a very credible um, magazine, did the top ten. This was years ago. Um, most influential mom, you know, sites and brands. And we were the only one on there. We were actually listed on that list. I think we were number eight. We were the only one on there that was actually started by real moms. The rest were companies. You know, it was like the mom, you know, like their, 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 oh, their businesses and bre- like we were the only ones that were actually authentically started by moms. Wow. Like real moms, two friends just starting it out of my living room, you know, and we were the only one on that group and the only one that hadn't had millions of dollars in backing to wow. do it. Uh, we made that list. So. I mean, it was, you know, it's a testament to the brand of the, how versatile it is because, you know, one month, literally, we were featured in Playboy and Better Homes and Gardens in the same month. We, we were laughing about that. The exact same month, we had a That's feature come so out in Playboy great. and Better Homes. I'm like, you don't get more versatile than us. You know, and Better Homes and Gardens likes us enough to feature us, and so does Playboy. Things. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. That's incredible. I mean, I'm surprised it hasn't been bought up yet. You know, um, we, we're, we're open to it. <laughs> if you know anybody that, that wants it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're open. We had some opportunities back then, um, but it wasn't the right, the right fit. We've been talking to a very big um, online company. They may, they may acquire us. So here's hmm. hoping. So Cheers to that. If anybody's listening, yes. <laughs> Opportunity of window might be And it's be not that I, I love it. I'm just, you know, for me, my son's 15 now, so... You know, I need to, like I said, check that up list. You're diversifying. I need to, <laughs> yeah, I need to move into new things. You know, I'm, but I'm still very much part of Hot Moms Club, and I love it, and I believe in it, and you know, and I love how it makes people feel so good. I love that. Well, actually, I'm really excited to talk about your new project because we actually just talked about it before we we uh, went on the air here. Yeah, because you I, totally fit the mold. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're so kind. But I, I'm really excited to share this with you. So I, I mean, no, but no better person, but for you to share this idea with us. Okay, well, 
you know, you know me. I'm like, okay, so I started a hot mom's club because of a need, a void in the marketplace. I didn't realize there was a void in the marketplace. I just realized I had a void <laughs> in my life that I needed to fill. So once again, you know, I moved down to Orange County um, two years ago. And I realized, you know, in L.A., I've got this golden Rolodex. I know so many people. I've been really fortunate to meet a lot of people. And they just know me crazy jazz, you know, eccentric jazz. And now I'm down in Orange County. And I'm like, all right, I need, like, a girl. I, I want my girlfriend of friends. Like, you know, I need to. It's different. How do I find, how do I meet people? Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do I go about out doing that you can't really bulldoze your way you know in, in like I like I've done in the past <laughs> so I was like I was talking with you know a, a friend of mine we were sitting at lunch and I was like you know I just the weekend before had gone and visited one of my girlfriends from my sorority was having a big 40th 40th birthday party um so we all flew back and you know it was so good to spend time with them and I was thinking you know I wish I had like that you know it was so nice having that network of girlfriends in in college and such an, a, a diverse group and and it started, we were just chatting. We were like, why don't we start our own sorority? I wish there was like adult sororities, you know, like for, for women, you could, you know, hand shoes and, and people you want to hang out with. So basically buy your friends. So uh, <laughs> can I do that? That's I'm so not funny. Above it. Yeah. He says you can't buy your friends. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, I'm not above it. Whatever works. So I was like, you know, we, we kind of just were joking around about it, but I started thinking about it that night and I'm like, why not? There's, and we started looking. I started researching. There's, there was nothing. No one's done it. There's a lot of networking groups, and there was the Red Hat Society, but you have to be 50. Not there yet. And even when I am, <laughs> not sure that's going to be for me. I'm not sure I want to wear a red hat. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, well, now 50 isn't what it used to be. 50 exactly. is dummy more. 50 is like, is you know, Sandra 30. Bullock. 50, 50 is like looks really like smoking hot. hot. Yeah. 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 50 is not like what, our Susie. Yeah, exactly. So, what? Really? Never. I'm impressed. Yes, like Susie. So, um, yeah, so it's not what it used to be. So um, so we started something. Um, we call it the Secret Siren Sisterhood, and it's actually a secret society. And there's SSS. not many SSS. There's not many secret societies anymore either, kind of like the Boys Club, but this is for women. And I love it's our spin idea. on that. Eventually, we want to have like a Soho house, like a, like a freestanding location <laughs> where people can go and, you know, you obviously can, um, you know, you know, you network, but also if you want to do work, you can sit, put your laptop up, have like a gorgeous location. We have, you know, the espresso bar, the juice bar, and we do events there as well. Maybe you can get massages or hair blood. <laughs> we don't know, but, you know, eventually we want to have I a standalone this. clubhouse. But for right now, it's just, you know, a group of, we say, the most alluring and influential women in Orange County. And this group is really top notch. And we do fabulous events and um and yeah it's amazing we have a big big event coming up on a 150 foot yacht just a small little boat oh, in newport harbor and the whole point of the boat the event it's called boutique and it's um all so about, cute yeah like, it's our little boutique and we're um boutique do we get it do you get it do we get to shop though because oh yeah Okay. Good. Oh yeah, definitely shopping. There's going to be all the brands are women-owned brands, and it's all about supporting entrepreneurs. And people are like, oh, what's the charity? I'm like, the charity is you. Like you're the charity. Oh, my like goodness. support you. Like support women in business. Buy something. And oh um, my gosh, I have so many people that I need to invite and bring. Please, oh. it's going to be such an amazing group. We're going to do yacht yoga <gasps> on the top deck with green Very green teenies from Club Detox and. Um, you need to take video of this. This oh, is yeah. going to be really good. People are going to want to see this. Where are you, well, people who don't get invited, where can they? Where they can they see this? Well, the thing is, we're very secret. We're not like oh, it's it was, very secret. But we, we're secretsirensisterhood.com is our splash page. We're going to be putting up a website and an Instagram to um, sirens like the Secret Siren Sisterhood. We're going to have Instagram, but the whole point is that we keep it kind of that 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 you know the appeal is that it's you know it's kind of what is that you know we want we don't want to answer every question we want to keep you know, keep people How wondering. Fun. That's kind of the the appeal of it. The men are going to be very jealous they're not invited. Oh, I have so many of my guy friends are like, can I come? I'm like, 
I know. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. honey. Yeah, there might be some busboy uh, positions open. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the boat has full um, staff, and um, my friends are like, "Can I wear like a captain's uniform? I'll just, I'll just come on." And <laughs> they're gonna come in a wig. <laughs> yeah, women love men in uniform. They're like, "Please, yeah." So it's you know, 150 women on this beautiful boat, and amazing yeah. on Newport Beach Harbor. Yeah, just a. Oh, just yeah, there's a couple bit. housewives that are, um, you know, they're attending and yeah, there's a lot of press coming. It's going to be a great event. So it's kind of like our first introduction to the outside world. We have our little intimate group. This is the first, you know, kind of people are going to be like, what's Siren? What is that? And then we have our follow-up um, official event in May. And then we have a lot of TV interest. That in would make such a fun show. Yeah. I mean, is. I can see people want to watch that. Yeah, because it's not just, you know, women who, you know, they, they drive fancy cars and they mm-hmm. do fancy things, but they also are, you know, they're movers and shakers. These women are, you know, we're the real deal. And we can be a little geeky like Jess. You can be a lot we'll, geeky. We'll fit, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> as long as you do it in your Louboutins, yeah. You're all good. <laughs> yeah, all good. I love it. So that's incredible. So this is basically your next chapter that you're focused on. So then what's going to happen to Hot Moms Club? With well, the sirens. Well, this is a lot like, of balancing. We have like a whole team that runs Hot Moms Club, but I'm still very much, you know, I right, listen, I'm multitask. Yeah. So I, this, I, you know. I, see, I see the cape coming. It's growing out of her back, you know, and it's kind of folded nice and neat, but yeah, she's definitely got her cape yeah. on. Oh, I have no problem with it. Like, listen, I can, I, there's a lot I, I can do. And my son's 15 now, so he's like always like, all right, he's a yeah, man mom. now. Yeah, he doesn't really. You know, you mean, in fact, he wants, he's like, all right, fine, we'll hang out, you know. <laughs> he wants to go with his friends. So I like to beg him to, like, hang out with me. You know, my, my birthday present was that he had to, like, take pictures with me and smile and look at the camera for one hour. He had to just, you know, be on. That was my birthday present, that we could get photos together. <laughs> That's incredible. So, yeah, he's at that age. That's incredible. So I need things to do. Well, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people are curious about this, and I was kind of curious about this. So you've worked with so many celebrity moms. What was, I guess, I'm just curious, what do you think is the m- biggest misconception about celebrity moms? You know, that, that it's easy for them. You know, it's it's just as, you know, listen, I've seen them have, their kids have tantrums, you know, right? <laughs> you know, they, they're dealing with all the same mom issues you are. Now, granted, it is easier when you have, you know, a personal trainer and a chef and nannies to help you, but it's still hard, you know, as well. But also, they also have the added pressure that we don't. They have cameras 24-7 around their, you know, their 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 corner. They can't even walk the kids without, you know, being harassed. So, you know what? It's a lot, like, listen, if you have an extra 10 or 15 pounds after your baby to lose, no one's going to really bother you. But for them, they, all right, they need that chef and that trainer because guess what? If they go out, they're going to be lambasted in, you know, Twitter. Everyone's going to be making fun of like, oh, look at the bulge. Is she pregnant again? You know, it's like they don't get any latitude. So they almost, they need that help that part of their business is looking really looking good. good. Right. So, you know, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Um, so they do have help, but you know what? It's still, they're still very much hands, uh, the, the celebrity moms we worked with are very much hands-on and, and, you know, I've seen them have little dramas with the kids or ask me, how do you, how do you do this? Or how can you get them, you know, like asking you all the same things that any other mom would, would ask, ask you. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, like maybe They're just genetically superior, <laughs> <laughs> like you are. Well, maybe you could talk about that a little bit. I mean, these these like you wrote the Hot Moms Handbook series. So, are you going to be writing a secret society, you know, siren series? Maybe. Yeah, anything's possible. You know, books, it's changed now. You know, uh, it isn't like it used to be. When I wrote the books, people really read books. Now, everything's – there's so much information online. You know, when I when I wrote the books, they, there wasn't the information online to, to get that or it wasn't as easy. And it's really – it's hard with the books industry today. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'd, I'd rather write a blog or something. Um, but – 
but I'm not, I'm not, I'm open to anything. Wow. Comes, comes so I'm not pursuing that at this time, but, um, you never know. Yeah. Cause you've done so much. I mean, you'd be, you were basically social media because before there was a term social media, oh, yeah. which is to me is incredible talking to you about this because you, you literally look like you're 23 years old. So <laughs> I'm not sure how you pulled all this off, but incredible. And it was just you and a buddy. Um, and I, I guess I'm really curious if you could talk a little bit about being, how you became a single mom and a single mom. Entrepreneur. Yeah, you know, um, like I said, it's, uh, you know, the whole point is I really wanted to do something where I could stay home with my son. And I worked for the Brosnans. Um, and they what were did li- you do with them? I, I was first hired on as a teacher for them, for their son. Um, I met them when they were filming Thomas Crown Affair in New York. And um, I got along with the family so well, they asked me to work for them full time. And at that time, I was in grad school. And I literally had to like leave in the middle. There was like kind of like they were leaving, um, go or not go. And I was like, um, yes, I can be packed with my bags tomorrow. Like when when do I start? Of course, because you know you don't get an opportunity like that. I can always go back to school. I figured, but I could never. You know, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And you know, he was very much an A list actor at the time. This was before, and still is. There at the time, this was before reality TV. This was before you know it was you know he was Bond and you know Thomas Crown. I mean, he was really it was a really great time in his career. Um, and wonderful family. So I I jumped at the chance and, and through them, I got to, you know, travel the world and meet some really interesting people. I mean, it really, I mean, I was from New Jersey. I didn't even have an avocado until I was, you know, in my (laughs) twenties. It's like, we didn't, I didn't, I thought mangoes and papayas were like those mystical, magical fruits that were either on like some far off Island or it was made up. I didn't know that there really were, you know, I I was like so uncultured. I mean, I remember, you know, Keely, we were (laughs) off at this, this vineyard somewhere and she's like, Oh, would you like a fig? She picked it from the vine. I'm like, a fig, like like a fig Newton. That was my only experience with a fig. Was a fig Newton before that? I had no idea. There's I was no so, fruit in New Jersey. Yeah, I was like, we have, the, the only fruit we have in New Jersey. It's apples, pears, bananas, and grapes. That's about it. Like that's you know that's okay. it. That's all I. That's all I knew. We a kiwi. What is a kiwi? Like no, we don't have kiwis. You know, and and so it's yeah. I, my, I didn't realize how un, uncultured I was, but I'll tell you the uh, the pasta vajul, the medica- Believe me, that I knew, you know. <laughs> so yeah, all the stuff I don't eat today, but um, oh, the Italian food was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so I was so unrefined. I didn't even know how until you know. <laughs> so. Wow, your your son is so lucky to have you. I'm sure people tell him that all the time. Yeah, he doesn't believe it though, but um, <laughs> they tell him, but because I, I like to think I have a, maybe you might call it a sick sense of humor. I call it just a fun sense of humor. You know, recently, um, you know, this is the stage we're at anymore. You know, when you have a 15 year old, you have to do stuff to kind of, you know, keep yourself relevant. At least his friends <laughs> like me because I have a cool car and I come and I'm like, I'm cool. I'm like, I'll take you guys to, to in and out on the way to practice. You know, like I'm like, I try to figure out okay, what would make me <laughs> cool. To, All to right. Me. It, what, what can I do? Like, okay, I'll take him to in and out. So now I'm cool. Okay. I actually put you know, for, you know how the dogs have like those, they, you can buy in the store um, those things to keep the, the hair from your dog off your back yeah, of your yeah. seat of your car. I actually bought one because his friends, him, the football, they've got all their gear. They're all sweaty. I actually got that. It's like, you have a dog? I'm like, no, I have a 15-year-old son and some, and some of his friends. <laughs> they're in the back there because I put that in the back of my car, get all ruined. But um, he left, he borrowed my iPad. And he, he left his Instagram open. I went to use it like a day or two later and I opened it up and I was like, his Instagram was open. I had never seen his Instagram account before. So I flip it open. I'm like, oh, what's this? So I'm like, hmm, I'll, I'll just take a little look here. And I'm, you know, it's so surprising because my son says about three words to me. I'm like, how is school good? Like, what'd you do? I don't know, nothing. I'm like, if I don't ask a specific question, I'll never know. Something amazing could have happened that day. But if I didn't ask that question, I'll never know. I'll be like, why didn't you tell me that? He's like, you didn't ask. I'm like, 
<laughs> okay, so <laughs> like that's, that's, those are our conversations. So I feel like, all right, you know, um, I, like I, I just ask, I'm like interviewing him, you know, I'm like interrogating him. So um, anyway, so I'm looking at his Instagram, I'm like, gosh, he's like a pretty fun guy. Look at him, he's funny. He's making like cute, funny comments. Like he's like, I'm like, who is this guy? I want to know this this kid. And I look at and I realize, I'm like, oh, his Instagram, his name, I won't say the full name, but you know, he has like a, fu- a funny name at his friend's column. And the last part of it said 69. I'm like, oh, 69. I'm like, does he even know what that is? I'm like, oh. So I'm like, that is not appropriate. So what I did was I changed it to, you know, like GBD loves kittens. And then I, I changed it to loves kittens. And then I put a little picture of, I Googled adorable kittens. And I found this like adorable little kitten with little eyes like poop. And I put that as his like main profile picture because it was him before like, uh. and I, so I put that and I just changed it. And sure enough, he got to school next day. And everyone's like, what, what's going on with your Instagram? What's going on? And I, I sent him a, a note in the morning. I said, you know, um, Listen, you know, having a 69 in your Instagram name is not appropriate. Do you even know what that is? I was like, don't worry. I fixed it for you. And I did hashtag mom hacked. And then I said, have a great day. And then he's like, oh, my gosh. And all of his friends are like, that's so funny. Because they all saw it. You know, they thought it was so funny that he loves kittens. And like, you know, it was just, you know, I was like, well, you got to abuse myself. Oh man, the things poor we do, kid. you know. So yeah, so maybe he's not so lucky. So people don't tell me <laughs> he might not be loving you too much right now. Yeah. I was thinking you were gonna tell me you went through his Instagram account and you saw all these pictures of how he thought his mom was the coolest. Ever. Oh pff, yeah, I wish, <laughs> I wish. Nope. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, speaking of family, um, I read a really interesting fact. You have this really great relationship with your ex-spouse and this oh, whole yeah. co-parenting thing. Maybe you could share with those. Well, I don't have an ex-spouse, but but maybe you could share with some of our listeners. Like, how how do you do this? Yeah, that's that's the one thing I'm probably most proud of of anything. That, that more so than this that I've done is, you know, when my son was about two years old, um, I got divorced and my um, his dad was an actor on Days of Our Lives. He plays a character called Lucas. He actually plays a bad guy, but he's actually mm-hmm. a really good guy. And we were always friends. We remained friends and we were always co-parented really well. And we did that for the sake of our son. And luckily, you know, it's all my son knew, so he didn't know any different. So for him, that's just how it always is, was. So it, he's been, you know, pretty well adjusted except for some Instagram and some stuff going on. <laughs> Kitty um, cat. After, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, I think why it worked, especially at the beginning, is because I didn't want him and he didn't want me. There was no emotional thing. I mean, it was just we realized we're good friends. And, you know, at the end of the day, even when if, it, if I did, at the end of the day, we both realized we both care about our son more than we care about anything else, you know, any other issues. And I think as a parent, you have to just put your child first. And even if that's really hard, you have to put your stuff aside for the sake of, of the child. And I know that's so easy to say, but, look, I've had to, you know, you have to, I have had to do it. So, um, you know, you just have to. You have to do it. You have to think of your child first. And that's that's crucial. That's really helpful. Because having them be able to see you have a good relationship and laugh and talk and, you know, sit together and whatnot. And and I'm really fortunate that um, Gabe is a really great stepmom. His his wife is really nice and really good to him. And, you know, people are like, oh, what's she like? I'm like, listen, she's great to my son. That's all I need to know. She's really good to him. So, you know, and, and making sure that he knows that I respect her. And, you know, Mother's Day, I always get her something and a card and thank her because, Aww. you know, um, uh, that, that's, that's really important. That's awesome. Because then she feels appreciated by you too. Yeah, I hope so. Except 
um, <laughs> recently, you know, like I, like now you, you've spent you a half so hour and you've already funny. figured me out, but that's like, why my friends like, you know, like Jessica, they're like, you don't understand. You're so entertaining. I'm like, yeah, but unintentionally, there's a difference. I'm unintentionally entertaining. <laughs> I don't mean it. So is that, does that count? I'm like, they're like, you're so funny. I'm like, I you're don't mean to be funny. You're slightly neurotic. I love it. <laughs> slightly. So this happens. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not really in her favor right now. I have to do something special. Maybe you can give me something I need to do for her. So this was not intended for her, but on April Fool's, um, I wanted to do something for my son. So I, I read online. I guess it's so cliche. I didn't realize this was like he would know it. But I took the Oreos and I put like the, I scraped it out and I put the toothpaste in the middle. I was like thinking I was so clever. Well, he gets it. And I, I go hand it. I'm like, here, you know, I got you the Oreos. And I hand it to him. I'm like, here you go. Here you go. And he's like, what's wrong with this one? He's like, mom, does this have the toothpaste in it? He's like, I know this trick. I'm I, like, I didn't even know yeah, this trick. I thought I was being like really, you know, yeah, yeah. slick. He knew it. So he was like, uh, mom, come on. And I'm like, oh, I got up my game. This is terrible. I'm so embarrassed. So I was like, so I, I said, okay, let's get your dad. We'll put it in there. I'm like, so when we walk to the door, I'm like, hey. So I was dropping it at his dad's house. I'm like, hey, would you, would you like an Oreo? Do you want, do you want one? And um, he's like, he's like, oh, they look really good, but not right now. Maybe after dinner. I'm like, oh. So I told him, like, okay, after dinner, make sure you, you know, it's right there. I put, like, showed him, like, where it was, you know, like, where, just hand your dad the Oreo and let, let me know how, tell me how it is, how, tell me how it goes. Well, his wife comes home, and I guess she was just, you know, coming home. Hungry. Hungry. They're they're on the counter. You can't make this up. I can show you the the text. And I guess she just opened. She she's like, I never eat them either, right? She goes, she just she she grabbed it and just threw the whole thing in her mouth and started chewing it. So I get like a couple hours later, I get a text saying, I ate the whole Oreo. You know, what kind of toothpaste was it? I'm calling poison control. Is this safe? I'm breastfeeding. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, it was never meant for her, you know. And I felt so bad. She's like, I know I never eat them. And she's like, I just want to make sure it's safe because I'm breastfeeding. What kind of toothpaste? I'm like, oh, you know. Like, and then I'm like reading online. It's like, don't ingest more than this. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, did I just kill her? Oh, my God. Is she going to have to get her stomach pumped? I'm like, I'll never be invited back to that house. We were, you know, that whole co-parenting thing. I thought, well, besides the fact that I almost killed um, it's fine. It's great. So I'm like, but that's just typical. I'm like, April Fools. I was like, I said to her, I'm like, well, we may not laugh about this tonight, but maybe we'll laugh about it someday. And then I, I texted just the other day. I'm like, are we la- laughing about it yet? You know. And I was like, not, not quite yet. You know. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh I'm out of the gosh. prank business for sure. I'm <laughs> that done. might be I'm a future. That's a mommy trend right there. That's really cool. Speaking of mommy trends, what do you think you're gonna do to make your life a little bit easier? Making my life a little easier. Hmm. I don't know. That's so. That's so broad. Make my <laughs> life easier. How? Well, I, I imagine you're pretty busy. Oh yeah. Oh okay. So like you mean just, you know? Yeah. You know. I just got back from. I go. I take a lot of trips. That's my. I get. And then I come back and I'm in like full force. I'm what do going, you do on your vacations? I just relax. Oh really? Yeah. I see you like on the ocean, like doing your yoga. No, 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 none of that. You know what? You'd be surprised. I actually don't do yoga. It's too. I I get like so bored in there. I, I look. Listen. I me love. The, I love the too. outfits. Okay. I love the whole vibe I'm of yoga. Glad we can talk about yeah. this openly. I am not a yogi. Me either. Way too slow. The thing I get asked. Okay, when I was living in Los Angeles, the thing I got asked the most is, "Are you an actress?" And I would say, "No." And now that I live in Orange County, the thing I get asked the most. Oh, do you do yoga? Like you do yoga because I'm probably because I'm walking around in my yoga pants half the time. Um, <laughs> You're and, I'm a poser. Like, and I'm like, actually, no. I mean, I love the vibe. I know I look like I do yoga because you know, like I love the outfits. But I just 
I get so bored. I'm in there and, you know, I, I, tr- I try it. I tried it. I looked and I went to this class with my friend and literally the instructor, I think her name was Autumn. She came in and she looked like straight out of central casting for like a perfect, beautiful yoga goddess. Like, you know, she just was like so elegant with her. And the whole thing is mirrors and she's doing these poses and I'm like trying to do them. And I look at her and she just looks so graceful. Like she looks like a small, you know, just this beautiful, elegant creature. And I look in the mirror. I get like a glance in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I almost scared myself because I look nothing like when she's like this like I look over and I'm like oh my god I'm like in the special Olympics for yoga I swear to god I'm like this is terrible I'm like I I looked I was like all right this is embarrassing I'm like I need to get out of here fast I'm like I'm like I'm like I cannot I I couldn't look in the mirrors without I was like starting to like laugh because I looked so ridiculous but I thought I looked like her at first I'm like do that I'm like you know and then I'm looking and like it was funny I'm like, I'm sorry. Our mutual friend, Eden Sassoon, who owns um, Pilates Studios right now, is cringing. (laughs) (laughs) I love, I mean, listen, it's so good for you. I wish I had, you know. Yeah, I'd rather do kickboxing. I also am thinking of a million things when I'm in there. Like, I just can't sit still. (laughs) I need action. Surprisingly, right? (laughs) I don't even know what to ask you right now. (laughs) Cracking you up. So I guess the question should be: So what can we expect next? What's 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 on the horizon for you? Oh gosh, who knows? Like with me, like people, <laughs> you know, it's like so funny. In school, like when I was in college, if people had said, "In five years, would you imagine that you were working for you know Pierce Brosnan, or would you be married to you know a soap star?" Which when I was growing up in New Jersey, that was you know like, that's kind of cool. And then if people said, in five years, years, would you imagine that you're a single mom and starting your own business? I would have said, "No way," you know, or you or you're working with all these celebrities doing the baby shower and this. I thought they were. They were crazy. And now, so it's like, I, I don't even, I'm scared to know. I, I have no idea. If, you know, your guess is as good as mine is where I will be. But, you know, right now I'm really focused on Sirens, the Secret Siren Sisterhood, and really making that as successful as possible. And we'll see. You know, we've got a lot of TV interest, so who knows? My craziness may be on screen. So that's the thing. Like, they, all my friends who are producers <laughs> are like, Jess, we definitely want you on the show. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I, I don't know that I want the whole world to know how n- crazy I am. They're like, you're not going to be flipping tables, but just your natural goofiness I'm like I mean, they don't say goofiness what did they say they said it in a very politically correct way your natural energy you know you just have this oh you always call it you have like, natural energy yeah natural and the way that's that's just, I was like I know what you're trying to say you know and that's <laughs> one of the reasons why I've turned down a few different opportunities for TV so that that kind of really showcase how you really are. I'm like, oh my God, people are going to know how, how crazy I am. I'm like, sure they nuts. wanted you for <laughs> Housewives of Orange County, for sure. I've yeah. never um, auditioned or even been a part for that, but... Um, I think you're But I'm little... not dramatic enough. I don't, I, don't, I don't even really watch the show because, not that I don't really, I don't watch the show. I don't even know. I could, a housewife could, you know, smack right into me and I wouldn't even know it. Um, and I, just because I don't like watching people fight, I get like, that makes yeah, me feel like just, I like happy things. And so... Um, but I think they're all great and I, I wish success for, for everybody. Um, I don't, I'm not, not bagging on or down on it in any way. It's just, um, it's just I, not you. I don't think I'm dramatic enough. Like I, and I don't think I'm that in- is interesting. Like I, I'm like, <laughs> like I said, I, I do goofy things, but it's like the, or, you know, like stuff just kind of always goes awry with me. We I don't know how, like, you know, my intentions are good, but it always ends up being funny. But yeah, my friends always say, they're like, Jess, you know, it's just not as fun without you there. And, you know, because I end up doing something like, you know, walk into the men's bathroom by accident or, you know, just like always do something like cringeworthy. But they're so glad it's not them doing it, but but me so they can enjoy, you know. 
Well, Susie and I did a we did a taping of the shots at sunset like a like a little while ago. And what they do is they just they just make sure you have enough alcohol so that <laughs> your your innerness comes out. But see, I'm naturally caffeinated. I'm naturally like you know buzzed. So I I rarely I mean I drink. I don't, I don't not drink, but I, I rarely. I'll have like a glass of wine here and there, but I really don't drink, and I don't drink caffeine. I don't have coffee or anything because if I oh did, my goodness, you, I would be like shoot, shoot me to the moon. I would be like, I don't drink caffeine either. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, no wonder your skin's so amazing. So on that note, you know, since I write for Forbes, I gotta ask you some money questions. Okay. So, you know, being a mommy and being a successful mommy, owning your own business, taking care of your now almost 15, 15 year old. Yeah. Incredible. 15. I can't believe you started when you're five. But anyhow. Um, so how do you teach your son about money? How do moms teach their kids about money, in your opinion? This is good. I think, um, you know what I do? <laughs> you know, it's I, responsibilities. Obviously, the chores is good. So we, we try to do that. You know, it doesn't always work. It's always like, Mom, can I? You know, he'll, he's so, when he's so sweet and so nice, and he'll give me a hug unsolicited. I know it's coming, the question. He needs something. So, you know, it's <laughs> like I don't get unsolicited, you know, um, affection without some, <laughs> some kind of you know, attachment of um, he needs something. But... Yeah, you know, we do the chores. We do the chore thing. I know it sounds so cliche, but... That's um, really good. But he, my son has a problem with... We're working on his responsibility. You know, he's on his, like, third iPad. He just kind of, like, breaks, or you know, with the phone for the longest time. You know, he, he has, like, the cheapest phone possible because he had the iPhone, but then he broke it and cracked it, and even with all the, you know, the fancy cases. So now, you know, I said, I'm going to get you because he needs a phone. I said, like, what's the cheapest one you can get? If there's a flip phone available, I'll buy that. I just want it to be calls and, and that's it. So you're, you know, you're in the doghouse. He so gets he, a Fisher Price phone. Just, exactly. A Fisher Price <laughs> phone. Just something so I can get a hold of him. But now what we're doing is with the iPad, he has got to, he's got to pay for this one. I'm like, I'm not, not paying for it. So he now, and he, if he breaks that phone, he's got to pay for it. So he's got to work it off. So he's working off his iPad right now. So he's in the negative, you know, we've got to work, work our way back. So I I've got a little that. slave. So that's fun. So that's how I'm going to find some time for myself. I'm going to have him, you know, uh, <laughs> doing some of my work and my chores for yeah, me. Yeah, that's good. I think that was one of the best things that could, that if, as parents, one of the best things you can do is have your kids start working young because it builds really great financial responsibility. Um, so are you playing an active role in helping him save for college right now? You know, I, sh I should. This is something I need to talk to <laughs> you more about. I know, unfortunately, my parents started um, an account for him when he was born um, so that he would have uh, a little nest egg for college. And Good. although nowadays I'm like, I don't know if it's going to probably cover a day of college, but, <laughs> you know, with the way things are now. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, we've been pretty fortunate. So I probably have, should have done a little more, but knowing he had that, I didn't. But I'm always, I'm up for anything. I'm and, Good. Good, good, good. Yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. Um, so I guess, you know, you've been so successful in building. I mean, I think you had so many of the right things come in place to build Hot Moms Club and now with your ne next enterprise. So did you have any mentors in learning kind of business and money and finances? Were, like, were your parents active in kind of teaching you this? How did you become an entrepreneur almost overnight? Yeah, totally. No, they were not. I mean, my mom, they, she never put a ceiling on my sky, but she was definitely like, they didn't No, No, they didn't. No. So no, I didn't know what I was doing. And you were a um, teacher. So yeah, I mean, most teachers, but I had the street smarts from New Jersey. And I'll tell you this story. This is, this is true. So we have hot moms club, the domain name. So obviously, you know, it's good and bad. Cause there's a lot of, if you go to hotmoms.com, very, 
very different site. Oh, um, you we know, can and imagine. we've had that a few times. I know I was on like CNN or MSNBC or something, and and I, you know, they did the show, and I'm talking. Oh, it was great, thank you. And they sent me the tape after you know they would do that at the time, and I look, and it's like Jessica Dene of HotMoms.com. I'm like, because oh, that's a porn site. So I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness, you know. And I can't tell you how many times we've done meetings, like taken you know business meetings. We you know were thought about getting in investors and stuff, and they'd be mm-hmm. like, we went on your site. I'm like, oh gosh, you know, please don't tell me. I'm like, yeah, and you stayed on there for like 15 minutes before you realized it. <laughs> wink, wink. You know, um, yeah. So the good news is we don't have any competition in the mom space that say hot moms because most of the other domains are bought up by porn sites. Right. Well, originally ours was too. So um, originally I couldn't get Hot Moms Club because there was a guy, um, Hal, in um, uh, he was in New Hampshire actually, and he owned it. And he was like cyber squat. He owned a ton of sites. And what he was doing is, I guess these porn sites were paying him money to redirect to to their site. So I I saw that. So I, I called him up and I said, Hey, listen, you know, and I tried to be like, Oh. I'm a single mom. I'm starting this business, you know, like, and I'm like, I would really love to buy the domain name from you. He's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm getting like a thousand dollars a month, you know, for porn sites to do it. So, you know, to make me a better deal, I'll, I'll sell it to you for $30,000. I'm like, thousand dollars where am I gonna get thirty thousand dollars I'm like I'm a single mom I'm like and and I'm like you know I tried to like play it up right so he's like well you know so I said well here's what I'll do Sal I mean Hal um here's what I'm gonna do I'll why don't you do this at least do do me this favor give me some time like what about six months to a year rent it to me you know for a thousand dollars a month it's like it killed me to do that because you know you don't want to have that overhead but I was like mm-hmm. You know, rent it to me for $1,000 a month for the next six months to a year and let me work on trying to get that money to you. Because I thought to myself, well, if I can't get that in the next year, then maybe I shouldn't be in business anyway. I mm-hmm. uh, need to buy some time because if I don't have the domain, I don't have a brand. I don't have a business. Mm-hmm. So um, he was like, okay. He made me that deal. I said, you can't sell to anybody else but me at this price. You know, we kind of made that deal. And he seemed okay about it, right? So I was like, whatever. So, I, um, <laughs> so luckily enough, I got a, pretty quick after we launched the site, like within like two or three months, I had an offer for a book deal. And so, um, and they gave me a $15,000 advance. So this was right around the holidays. So I, I was like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. So I waited. He was on the East Coast. So I waited till I knew he wouldn't be at the office or it was late at night. And I called Hal and I left a message and I said, hey, Hal, it's Jessica with Hot Moms Club. I just want you to know I came into some money um, for my, for a book advance. I can, I, I still want to see if you want to be, if you'd be interested in, you know, selling the domain name. So the next day. I waited. I was like, I'm not going to answer any of his calls, and I'm not answering any calls of unknown numbers. I want to see how anxious he is. So sure enough, first thing in the morning, like I get a call, like 8 o'clock in the morning, he calls. I saw it was him. I'm like, yes, he needs money. So then I waited. He must have called me four or five times that day. I'm like, I've got him. So now I knew I could, I could, you know, I could work a deal with him. So this is where the Jersey savvy comes in, where you're like, okay. So now I was like, okay. So when I got him on the phone, Jersey taught you some, yeah, oh yeah. So that's whether I realized it or not. So that's what my parents taught me how to be, you know, Jersey savvy. So I called him up with Sal. um, I was Sal. Hal. Saying Sal. Hal is his (laughs) name. Um, Hal. um, I was like, here's the deal. I have fifteen thousand dollars in advance. You know, that's all I have. But I'll tell you what, it was like a Wednesday. I'm like, I'll have it wired to your account by Friday if we can do this deal. $15,000 up front. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to keep the – I try to play downplay everything. But mm-hmm. I was like, you can have this money. This is probably – you know, this is it. So he's like, all right, let me think about it and I'll call you back. I knew he was going to take it. But in sure enough, he back. He's like, all right, fine. So he, he took the deal. So we got it. I mean, it still was $15,000, but it was half the amount he originally asked for. And I was thinking, if he's asking for this now, can you imagine when we become successful, what he's going to want? He would have us over a ballot because there was right. nothing we could do. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, I got a, the best bargain I could. That's awesome. And well, now we've we've had offers from many a porn site to to buy it. <laughs> so, you know, interesting enough, I could have made that money back, you know, in, in, in space, a day, but yeah, uh, and then some. But um, you know, 
That's incredible. Wow. Well, they add a few go. zeros and get back to me. Uh, oh, no, just, just kidding. Goodness. Well, goodness. So I guess that's my last question. So what does retirement look like to you? I don't know that I'll ever retire. I don't think I could. You know, I, I love to travel and I get to retire for a couple of weeks here and there, go on this vacation and that, you know, but I love it. I love what I do. I love Mom's Club. I love thinking and I, I love thinking of all these unique things to do. I love planning fun events. I love hanging out with really amazing, inspiring women. And that's that's what I do. With Hot Mom's Club, I did it. And with Sirens, I get to do it. So that's exciting. And I'm hoping to elevate and, and take my game to the next level because you can always learn and grow and, and whatnot. And believe me, I... There's so much I, I still want to do. I feel like this is still just the beginning for me. Wow, you are incredible. Hope. Yeah. Hope. Yeah, and you, like, investing in yourself, nothing is better. Wow, I don't know about you, but this was one of my f- most favorite interviews by far. So huge thank you to the beautiful Jessica Denae for joining us and giving us insight on life as a single parent. Kids, balance, oh, goodness, everything. There's just so much um, to accomplish all that you have and look so stylish while doing it. You are truly one amazing woman. Um, so we are re- really excited to follow your next chapter. And certainly we're looking forward to getting it on that 150-foot yacht of the, yours. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that is to follow the next chapter of the sirens. I can't wait to see this on TV. It's going to be truly something I'm going to put on the DVR like immediately. This is Winnie Sun. Thanks for tuning in to the Renegade Millionaire Show. And uh, to learn more about me, check me out at winniesun.com and follow me on Twitter at sungroupwp. P and Jess, how can they follow you? Oh, they can follow Hot Moms Club on Facebook. We're also on uh, Twitter and Instagram and go to hotmomsclub.com as well. Great. And the Sirens website? Uh, SecretSirenSisterhood.com. We just have a splash page up because the, we actually have a website, but it's private, yeah, members oh, only. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thanks again. And until next time, we can't wait to chat with you again. Take care. Thanks.